Thank you guys so much for being here. We've got Sheriff Billy Woods, Marion County Sheriff's Office, Chief Mike Balkan, Ocala Police Department. And uh, there are some things that we would love to discuss with you guys, mainly things that are, are, are going on in the community that both of your respective law enforcement agencies are, are dealing with. Because it's kind of, we don't really think about it, you know, city law enforcement, county law enforcement, you guys typically are dealing with the same issues, aren't you? We are. That, you know, that's one of the biggest things that people think that crime ends at jurisdiction lines. There's no such thing. The bad guy doesn't care where our lines are. That's one of the reasons why uh, the city of Ocala and, and the sheriff has always had a dual uh, drug unit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of working together because it allows us to cross lines and work uh, work the same. It's really the same individuals. The ones that commit the crime in the city is the same way individual commits the crime out in the county, mm. regardless of what it be. It can be anything. But the biggest problem is, like we've already talked about, you know, before, is our fentanyl problem. And it's a huge problem in this county. So why is it, though, fentanyl? Like, what is it with fentanyl that, that I mean, it's just because it's just that highly addictive? People can make money off of it? Why is that more of a problem than anything else lately? It's a combination of things. You know, uh, it, it's, if you think about it, okay, um, 33 years, how long have you been? 29. 29 years, mm-hmm. okay. You look at all the narcotics that come in our career. I've seen LSD, crack cocaine, powder cocaine, you know, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. all in ranges. Sometimes it's the flavor of the month. Uh-huh. Oh, think about it for a minute. It, it's something new. All of a sudden, you got a new product that comes online. It'd be anything that you're out there buying. You go to the grocery store. Here's this new product, a particular bread or, or cereal. Mm. It's been put out there. Hey, I got to try this new cereal. Instead, it's a narcotic, and this narcotic gets in people's mind, and if it's satisfying the need that they're seeking, then they'll continue to buy it. It is a business. Um, That's one of the things. Truly, we probably will never figure out why. Um, Probably addictive is one of them, but I haven't seen a drug that isn't addictive. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, (laughs) that's the nature of it. Um, so it's, it's hard to tell what's your thoughts. Yeah. I I think the biggest issue, uh, of why fentanyl right now is, is the potency. In other words, you know, if you smuggle one kilo of of fentanyl across the border, which is no bigger than that phone on your, on your desk right there, um, that kilo, kilo of fentanyl has 500,000 doses, uh, uh, lethal doses. So enough to kill everybody in Marion County, uh, in one small kilo, kilo. So, you know, when you're talking about cocaine, you, you know, you're having to smuggle a lot more of that over. So uh, when you're talking about two milligrams being a lethal dose of fentanyl, um, yeah, I only have to smuggle over one kilo to make a ton of money. There's a lot yep. of doses in a kilo because of the potency. We're talking about, you know, and then car fentanyl, which is even more potent. It's stuff that's used to, to tranquilize elephants and bears. And, you know, so, you know, obviously the when when, when you can smuggle in a smaller amount, it makes it far more profitable yeah. uh, and unfortunately far more deadly. Economics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so what it boils down to. It really business. is. Where, where is the majority of this coming from? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the border. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's coming That's across it. the border. Both the chief and I have been there. We have seen it with our eyes. You know, when we went with Congresswoman Kamak, you know, we saw how they operate, how they get it across there. And um, DPS, Department of Public Safety there in Texas, along with Border Patrol, is telling us they're only getting 30 percent of what's coming across the border. 30 percent that's coming across is already an enormous amount. He just chief just gave you an explanation of what the size is of that. And missing 70 percent what's coming in the United States. They have an operation in there so that they divert law enforcement resources somewhere else and exhaust those resources so that they, they can get them back across. 
get what they want across the border, whether it be the narcotics, whether it be your convicted felons getting them into the United States. It is occurring. It is is occurring there that we witness, and it is occurring right now. And that's where it's coming from, unfortunately. Yeah, and and just to add on that, the sheriff's absolutely right. But, you know, these – it, the bottom line is the the precursor chemicals are coming in from China. They're being shipped direct directly to the cartels in Mexico. They're uh, mixing this stuff up in huge batches and then and then muling across the uh, the southern border. And uh, um, unfortunately, you know, we 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 recover even locally a tremendous amount of, of fentanyl. Um, the DEA tested a ton of that stuff that we're we're recovering. Forty two percent now they're pressing it into pills, right? So, you know, if you had a, a, a hydrocodone addiction and you can no longer get your prescription, you go to the street, you think you're buying a hydrocodone pill when really you're you're buying a pressed fentanyl pill. Yeah. Forty two percent of the pills that we're recovering are testing with positive amount, a positive lethal dose of fentanyl. Wow. So almost half of the, the, the those pills are deadly. I mean, think about it. one pill, not yeah. two, not three. One. One pill. So, you know, when you're when you're shooting this stuff into your vein, you're taking a pill, you're you're lacing your marijuana with it, you're rolling rolling the dice because, you know, there's there's some Mexican cartel member down there and wherever mixing this stuff up that doesn't give two dams about what happens to you. Uh, and they're happily muling it across the border now, even in rainbow colored pills to target a younger and younger wow. crowd. And they're doing it at such a level that it's becoming cheaper and cheaper. So when you can get a hit of, of fentanyl, or, or alleged heroin is really what they're selling most of the time for under fifteen bucks. That's a problem, meaning that your your the your customer base is going to be be younger and younger, right? Oh, so it's it's a it's a it's a huge problem, and we're losing people at an alarming rate. And it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's anything I tell your listeners out here, is <clears throat> pay attention to family, mm-hmm. friends. Look for the signs. Like what? You know. <laughs> Mood swings, mood changes, um, <clears throat> unusual habits, something that they don't typically do. Don't be blind to the fact to think that <clears throat> it doesn't affect them it, or there's no way that person can be addicted to drugs because the odds are they probably are. Regardless of what they've done in their life, no matter how good you think they are, because I'm here to tell you, told you how many years I've been in law enforcement. <clears throat> when I work with the drug unit, I've had people come up to me whether it be for the selling or the buying, in a Mercedes-Benz wearing a suit and tie. And I go, holy crap. Yeah. This is not the individual I was expecting. At a regular person who has a business out here, owns a big business, and you wouldn't think nothing of it. Yeah, wow. And they can change because there are we have, we have people in our business community that change their lives. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I wouldn't mention their names on radio unless they were sitting here next to me. But I'm here to tell you, you can change your life. And they have, you know. Um, and, and those are the thing, Those are the individuals that make you proud of the programs and stuff in which you do out there to see people change their lives. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that's one thing that the opioid epidemic uh, has shown us is, uh, you know, maybe where the, the, the pill mill times were something you could hide uh, this stuff is so potent, so deadly that we're seeing people from all walks of life falling out from this stuff, right? Uh, doctors, lawyers, cops, families of cops. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it has certainly put a spotlight on the, the sheer level of addiction we have in this country. You know, the statistics show that the U.S. is like the third worst user, abuser of illicit drugs. Um, um, and we're seeing that. We're seeing that in the in the deaths, just the sheer numbers. You know, we started tracking our overdoses back in 2017 after shutting down the pill mills. And since it was just in the city of Ocala, right, 63, 64,000 re- residents, 186 people died. 
that's a lot of people, right? It's a lot of bodies, enough to fill this room and the, and the room we just came from. I mean, it's uh, uh, it's it's incredible. It's alarming. If this was violent crime, um, it, it, there would be an outcry the, the likes of which you've never seen before, right? So that's good, and it's that's just not here. That's occurring in every county and every city across the United States. Put that in perspective. There, you know, um, think of how many cities that are in the state of Florida. There are 67 counties. And if you put all these numbers together, it is truly, truly alarming of what the level it is at. This is lowering the, the lifespan expectancy across the country. I mean, that's a big th- – yeah. think about that. Yeah. Right. Our, our life expectancy uh, in the United States, really across the world, but in the United States is being lowered because of opiate deaths. Opiate I never put that together. It's, it's that bad. It's that alarming. So, yeah, we've got we got to what we call an OD map. We get that every week. This past week, 71 overdoses in the county. Just this past week. Oh, in week. the county. Yes. Just in Marion County. Mm-hmm. Correct. 71. 71. In the past. That's seven days. That is horrifying. So, I mean, you talked about some of the stuff people can do, you know, look out for signs, but just overall public people listening right now, you know, I mean, like, what can we do to to help? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, I'd like to sit here and say, you know, education and and, uh, awareness and all that. Uh, My my big problem with saying that is, you know, we've been teaching uh, the drug abuse abuse resistance education program in our schools for as long as I've been a cop, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem to help. Um, you know, we've had our amnesty program up, program up and running, uh, something Greg Graham, Chief Graham, created years ago. Uh, and it certainly helped, certainly has saved a lot of lives, uh, but it doesn't seem to be curbing the, the, the you know, the underlying problem. Uh, and that's a supply and demand issue, right? I, I don't know what prompts somebody to, uh, to take a needle, um, suck up some poison, and then shove that into their veins. And for I, It just boggles my mind as a cop. Yeah. I could never do that, especially in today's day and age when you understand how deadly it is. You know, now we've got people out in our community having Narcan parties. You know, we all get together, we shoot up uh, fentanyl, and if you fall out, I'll Narcan you. If I fall out, you Narcan me, and we roll the dice and hope for the best. Are you kidding? No, that's, Russian roulette. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what it is. That's how bad chances. this is. I mean, the whole it, game. It's, it's, it's alarming. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how we change this. I, I really don't. From a fundamental perspective, I don't know how you you destroy that craving, that desire to even start drugs. I do think you know a lot of people don't like to hear me talk about marijuana. I believe it is, in fact, a gateway drug. I think it's the start of a of a bumpy road for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and uh, and the people that we've been able to save that have been successful will tell you that. Yeah, you know, I started with marijuana. You know, it's socially. An issue socially, it's it's in our minds. Think about it. He just mentioned marijuana. I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Mm-hmm. We uh, was having lunch at a particular restaurant, and the waitress comes up to us. And how we got on the topic, I don't know. Marijuana came up as a topic, okay? And she asked us, and, and it came out during the conference, asked us about us doing marijuana. Now, I've never done marijuana in my life. Never, ever have. And there was a couple of my deputies that were with me and, and staff, and they said the same thing. But she was utterly floored and to the point that she did not believe us. Mm-hmm. There were actually people in the world that had not smoked marijuana. Oh, really? She goes, no, there's no way. I looked at her and said, yes, ma'am, never have, done, never will. And she couldn't comprehend that. Yeah. 
So think about that for a minute. Yeah. If, if in people's minds it's something that is socially accepted, mm-hmm. oh, everybody must do it. And it's hard to imagine somebody not using. That's this. a problem. Even mm-hmm. even drinking alcohol, like I, yeah. I I can admit that myself. You know, I ask somebody, oh, you want to go out for a drink? Nah, I don't drink. Oh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's in my mind, it's kind of not because right. that's what I like the, to do. I, you, yeah, and it is a little bit of an addiction. It, correct. It, it truly is. So. It, you know, r- operating a jail, it, I got a true perspective of it. You know, here's the other fact. We want to do everything we can to help people. And I learned it like a, uh, learned it from the jail. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Mm-hmm. And our free will, which the human race has, we have the free will. The good Lord gave us that ability to choose our free will. And when we have free will to do what we want, it's an impossible task. Because the one thing we don't want to take away from people is your free will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're choosing to do it, and it's difficult. That is the one thing that's probably, like the chief said, uh, it's probably an impossibility. Yeah. And until we no longer have free will, then you can get rid of it totally. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, people are going to do whatever they want to do if it yeah. drives them, if they want to do it enough. Yeah. So, I mean, do you guys, I mean, can you, I mean, stop? what's your main priority, your main mission right now? Obviously helping people, but stopping the supply at all? Yeah, you know, I, I we've we've kind of pulled back. Uh, the sheriff and I talked uh, in one of our our quarterly uh, drug unit meetings. Uh, you know, we had drug agents that were working cases that spanned all the way to California, all the way down to the Mexican border. All, you know, and and the bottom line is we're drinking from a fire hose here in Ocala, Marion County. You know, the job of of our local drug agent is not to prevent drugs from coming over the the, the United States border. That is the job of the federal government, and quite frankly, I think they're doing a. a a piss poor job, excuse my language, uh, uh, and and this is having an impact. They're putting that responsibility squarely on the backs of the taxpayers here in Ocala, Marion County, Florida. We've, we, you know, we, not to talk strategy because we don't want to give away a whole lot of what we're doing in the drug world, but you know, my desire was to pull back from that and really focus on local problems. I want the dealers. I want the local dealers, and I want to send them away for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I want absolutely that. You know, you want to roll the dice and deal fentanyl. If somebody dies, we're going to put you in jail for murder. That's, and that, and I think that's absolutely several Great. times, yes. and, we're, and we're continuing to pursue those cases. And you know, I think we need to do a better job of telling that story to, to you know, so these dealers know that. But quite frankly, they've always known that. Yeah. You know, people were dying from you know cocaine overdoses. You, I, it, this isn't anything new, but uh, it's just so deadly, so pervasive that I think we've got to do more. I, I certainly think education is a key part of it. I, you know, I, I I don't know how effective that is. That's kind of like trying to prove a negative. You know, it's it's difficult to to, to know what you what you prevented. Yeah. Uh, but we have to try. Um, but if you reach that one kid, absolutely, it's oh yes, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, and 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 we do what we can. You know, I I certainly think the amnesty program. I know I don't think uh, because I get feedback from the folks that we've turned uh, you know over to the centers, Addie Rawls, and, mm-hmm. and places like that that have had tremendous success stories. Uh, I got a call last week from a young lady that. We got in, and, and Chief, I want to come meet you. You know, you helped me get in there. I've been clean for 60 days. You know, I want to come talk to people. I want to educate. And I think there's value to that, and I yeah. think we've got to do more of that. But uh, uh, but in the end, you, you can't make them drink. You can lead mm-hmm. them to help, yeah. but you can't, you know, it's it, it's it's hard to make Here's somebody the other thing. they don't want. It's sort of disheartening for us in law enforcement. The truth is it, it, it's not a law enforcement problem. And here's what I mean. You know, yes, it's the crime, Okay. But we can't say we we in law enforcement can't solve all the problems that are in the world. Right. Can't do it. 
And if and if all this keeps occupying our jobs that we have to do to protect the citizens out here, it hurts in other areas. Mm-hmm. Because we sit here and talk about fentanyl. We sit here and talk about our drug problems. But here's the truth. We have a whole pile of other problems okay, yeah. that are occurring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. really is. Yeah. All right. You've seen the operations that I've had with the uh, um, kids' internet. Uh, getting the kids on the internet and prostitution with the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, I can I could take my entire, all of my sworn in deputies and have them dedicated to do that every single day. That well would never dry. Yeah. So, And those are innocent victims, right? Yeah. That's not a willing drug user. That's Correct. a 10-year-old kid that's online, yeah. thinks he's playing a game or something. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's being accosted by some 50-year-old guy. Yeah, but it gets exactly. frustrating. You know, you look at it, and, and people want to turn to us. And, and we're here because that's our human nature in, in law enforcement. It's our desire to help our, help our community do everything we can, but everybody turns to us, and sometimes our resources are not there. Sometimes it has to be from the community itself to step up to the plate mm-hmm. and do something on their own, you know, um, because I know I've heard Chief uh, Balkan say it, Chief Graham said it, is we will not arrest our way out of this. It mm-hmm. ain't going to happen. Yeah. Jails aren't big enough. You'll no, need one officer and one deputy for every person to help out with all the problems in yeah. our community. I appreciate you guys never giving up hope. No. No, we yeah. can't can't do that. Yeah, no, that's, just, that's not in our that's, in our fiber. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> not even on the table. It's not an option. You know. <laughs> I mean, you, we you keep plugging along. You both are just so invaluable to our community. We oh, appreciate your you. service. We appreciate you keeping us mm-hmm. safe every single day and above all coming in and, and talking to us about these issues and and, and keep and us more. informed and more too yeah. so no anything we can do to help spread the word you know if it saves a life one of your listeners is out there and that's probably a good takeaway before we wrap up sounds like you're ready to kick us out <laughs> um, <laughs> no that's okay I, I get it i got look i got we, I got we catch meetings, it. Our, our key no, cop mind just told us that <laughs> listen here, here's what i'll say to the listeners out there that either are addicted and there are your listener listeners out there right now that have that have opioid addiction problems or somebody in their family does there's help to be had. They can reach out to any police officer of the Ocala Police Department by a phone call. They can show up at our police department. They can walk up to a police car and say, I need help. And I promise you that that officer will put you in their police car and take you to a treatment facility. It's that easy. They uh, won't take you to jail. They'll take you as, to. As part of the amnesty program, if you if you approach us and with either uh, and you're possessing either paraphernalia or drugs on your person, uh, that that uh, those illegal uh, substances or paraphernalia will be recovered as recovered property. The officer will not charge you. They will take you to a treatment facility to get you help. There is absolutely no excuse for you to say, I, I don't know where to turn to. I don't know where to go. There's nothing. There are a there's a tremendous um, support system within our community for people that want to get help. All you have to do is ask for it. All you have yeah, to do is what- drink. You just got to drink. You just got to drink the water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just got to drink. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sheriff Woods. Thank you, Chief Falcon, for Absolutely. being Glad here. Glad to be here for you.